0: Welcome to Ask the Expert, an award-winning daily live show from 8.30 to 9am to help small businesses. If you have any questions, please do ask them in the comments of the live feed below. And if you have any if you need any more advice, please do join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook where there are accountants and business experts to help on hand 24-7. Uh, during the live session today, we will be running a poll, so please do engage with it, and at the end I will reveal the results. Uh, so thank you so much to everyone who's joining uh, me this morning. My name is Ariola I'm the Managing Director of Majors Accounts and Co. We're a small family-run accountancy practice based in southeast London, I am a Chartered Certified Accountant with the ACCA and I am a member of the UK Practitioners Network panel and the ACCA SME Global Forum member also. And I'm also really proud to be a member of the QuickBooks Accountants Council. I just wanted to highlight, um, I realised this morning that uh, it's actually been a year now since I've been really lucky and privileged to be a part of um, this amazing show, and I've really helped that so many of you have have um, got some help at least from these shows and have enjoyed them. So thank you for those who are joining me again, and uh, to everyone that's joined for the first time today. Uh, So I've been working in practice for the last 13 years or so and um, been working alongside my studies, which has really helped to ensure I get that theory um, put into practice with small businesses. We really get to see everything, you know, how business works, how it functions, the pain points, um, the goals that a business has, whether it's to become more profitable or to grow. And um, as I mentioned, we are a small council practice based in South East London, and we cater mostly to the SME uh, space. So for limited companies and self-employed individuals, but in all areas and industries. Um, One of our biggest areas is the construction industry, uh, but we also have many businesses in hospitality, financial services, IT, um, hairdressers, barbers, nurseries, restaurants. The list really goes on. Over the years, we've been really lucky to see everything. Uh, since becoming managing director, I have spearheaded a digitalization strategy within the office With the idea to become digital and to use the latest technologies to get our work done, but also to communicate with our clients a lot more. A lot of people have the misconception that with adding technology, you actually end up speaking to your clients a lot less um, and there's less human interaction. But actually, we have found that we're speaking to our clients a lot more because we have a lot more time to focus on our clients' businesses. We have clients from the Isle of Wight um, all the way up to Ireland, so they no longer need to come in and see us, so saving them a lot of time, and obviously we have our national reach, but hopefully we're um, trying to get a a global reach very soon as well. So the idea, as I've mentioned, uh, with this uh, strategy that I had put in was to bring the accountant client relationship uh, a lot closer. We are a family-run practice, um, so treating our clients and our team like family is one of our core values and cultures, um, which we believe helps to build an excellent rapport with each other and um, have a lot more, a solid foundation with each other and a long-lasting relationship. And we try to give a more personalized service coupled with the years of experience that have been built up. And as I've mentioned again, the idea that technology brings us closer and we become almost like the final finance director for our clients, but without the price tag that comes with that. Now our efforts haven't gone unnoticed. Majors of the majors accounts have been nominated for a few awards and uh, recognised for our work that we have been doing over the years. Um, we were nominated for Firm of the Year, uh, Greater London, by the British Accountancy Awards for two years in a row. I have been nominated for Top 50 Women in Accounting Globally for the last two years in a row, and also for the Women, uh, Women in Accounting and Finance Awards 2020. Now, today, I wanted to talk about something slightly different. Um, I don't think that there are many businesses uh, out there who really value the importance of having an advisor on board from the start of your journey. There are many businesses that are, you know, they've been going for a few years, are successful, and they also don't have an advisor on board. But I'm hoping that today I'll be able to... um, kind of show you the importance of an advisor and what they can do to really elevate your business. So obviously ensuring you find the right advisor for your business, it needs to be someone who fits with the ways of working that that you have and can find solutions and a path for you to follow. The idea of the advisor is that you will perform better if there is one on board from the start. Now, I want to highlight when I say advisor, I mean an accountant who has built up years of experience and can help to identify, because of the experience they've had, they know what works and what doesn't in business and can help to guide you uh, to look out for for areas that you need to be aware of in your business journey. So they should be able to provide you with tools and an actionable plan or list of tasks for you to to do. Um, If I take us, for example, so since going digital with QuickBooks and the app ecosystem within, within QuickBooks, we now have freed up time to really fully understand how our clients are running their businesses and why they are running them in such a way and help to identify and set up robust processes to ensure that their activities are running as smoothly as possible. Now, yes, we are still ensuring that we provide compliance. We don't want our clients to get in trouble um, with the Inland Revenue and get penalties, but we now have time to help them translate the figures on the accounts so to show them what those figures actually mean for their businesses, I see too often that you know business or business owners, they get a set of accounts from their accountant. It looks like it's in a different language. There's just a bunch of numbers thrown onto a page. You may be able to read the profit and loss, um, but anything else that's in there, it, it literally looks like a different language. So that's where we're trying to really get in deep and build the understanding with our clients. And with this information, once you have that understanding, we can help to identify the efficiencies and find ways that the business can change and improve. So we can help to plan these changes as well, help to forecast the goals and uh, what the business owners want to achieve so that so that they have a clearer understanding of what's going on in the business and have a plan on how it can, their goals can be achieved and have more time to really focus on specific targeted areas of the business that would have been highlighted through conversations that we have on a regular basis. So basically, as I've mentioned, we've become like the financial director for our clients, but without the price tag, all by using technology and the ecosystem within QuickBooks. This is how we've done it. Uh, And we've found that we've had so much more time to speak to our clients to do exactly what we've mentioned. And we have become that advisor. And a lot of the time, because we have time to, have a conversation with our clients something as simple as hi how are you doing how's life Uh, we will find out so many plans that the business owner has but they weren't aware that we could help them with and we weren't aware of what their plans were because we didn't have as much time to speak to them but this is why it's so important to have an advisor on board and businesses have changed nowadays and they can benefit from the help of an accountant we just need to ensure that we're working in a smarter way. I would say my key recommendations are obviously one, bring an advisor on board and discuss with them your goals and vision for your business and plan that. And, Find the right technology and apps to help you organize your business so you can realize your plans. There's a quote by Tony Robbins which really resonates with me, um, which is, if you talk about it, it's a dream. If you envision it, it's possible. But if you schedule it, it's real. And I think this is something that can really be put into place with an advisor and you know help to really go forward and make a success of whatever you want to do. Uh, There's also, I think it's really important to talk about the bounce back loan, slightly different topic. Um, But the first cohort of businesses that took the bounce back loan in May last year will have to start paying now. And um, obviously, no one envisaged how long. Uh, this whole pandemic would be lasting. I mean, we're lucky to be just coming out of it or restrictions easing, but um, we don't know exactly how long the, how much longer this is going to be. And there are many businesses that have only just started to generate some income and you may not have the money available right now to start paying your bounce-back loan. Um, so the government introduced a, a scheme called the Pay As You Grow Scheme, which gives options uh, for the bounce-back loan scheme, borrowers for... Uh, Three months before repayments commence, uh, the banks will, the lenders will contact the businesses, borrowers to give them three options um, in order to help with the repayments because the government knows many businesses are not in a position to start repaying. And one of those is you can request an extension of the loan term to 10 years from six years as it was originally at the same fixed rate at 2.5%. You can also reduce monthly repayments for six months by paying interest only. And this option is available up to three times during the term of the bounce back loan. So this is another help with cash flow. You can also take a repayment holiday for up to six months. Uh, this option is available only once uh, during the term of the bounce-back loan. So I think you can try and plan because these all can be used in conjunction with each other. So you, there isn't an option if you have to choose one or the other. You can use all at the same time or at different times, wherever you, you know your cash flow is such that you're unable to make repayments. However, please be aware that you will pay more interest overall by using these schemes. Because so obviously, if you're paying interest only and not capital, you know that will be if you, it will be extended. Um, also, if you're going to extend from six to ten years as well, um, so just be aware of that. But depending on the grand scheme of things, if you're unable to afford it, it's a small cost um, to help you keep going. Uh so as I mentioned the first loans are due to start being repaid uh, next month, but hopefully those who are due to start being repaid next month will, will already have had contact from the bank uh, letting them know of their options. So as I've mentioned, the lenders will advise customers about how their repayment options may change according to the choices under the scheme as well. So I'm going to start taking questions now. I see them coming in. Uh, we have a question from Joel from Twitter who says, Hi Riona, what industries are eligible for small business financing? Um, well, all, all industries are eligible for small business financing. Um, it just depends on, I guess you need to have a good business plan in place to make you a viable um business, uh, something something a business that you know would warrant. Financing to help you grow, um, but that's something that if you did have an advisor, they could help you with, uh, or an accountant. Um, all too often, so many financing um, kind of opportunities and loans are missed because businesses do not have a robust plan in place. Um, it's really important to have that at the beginning because it shows you as a business owner are clear in what you want to do and how you want to grow and become profitable, and that then gives. Obviously, lenders a lot more confidence in you as a business. We have a question from Saxon from Facebook Messenger who says, I'm taking the plunge to start my own business. Both self-employed and a limited company sounds like it could be a good option for me. What are you advising clients that are choosing between these? I'll be an online tutor, love teaching kids. Um, great profession to be in. Um <laughs> I would say in terms of whether you want to be self-employed or you want to go through a limited company, there are a few different options. Um, Self-employed, if you're just starting out, That may be a better option for you initially uh, because it depends on the amount of income you've generated. Then overall, the percentage of tax you pay um, will not be as beneficial if you start off as a limited company. Um, There is a threshold that you need to to reach um, before, in terms of turnover and profits. Before you can really take more advantage of starting a limited company, self-employment obviously is a lot easier. Um, initially, there you don't need um, to comply with all sorts of rules as you would for a limited company. The rules are a lot simpler. Just ensuring that you've got, uh, you know, you've kept copies of all your receipts, you've invoiced for everything that you've done, um, and you've got a small business account which has all your income i would i would suggest separating getting a small business current account separate from your personal account just because in case of a hmrc inquiry if they want to look at how you've been doing then you have everything organized there's no reason for them to go into your personal account and kind of question everything that's in there um so if you have a separate account which all of your money from um, your tutoring goes into any expenses relating to your job as well, come out of there as well. And then, if you need money, obviously, to spend for yourself, you transfer that money, whatever's left over, into your personal account. I just find this is the best way to really organise yourself and um, keep on top of everything. But uh, the benefit of going becoming a limited company is that you know you have it, it's called a limited company because it's limited liability. Uh, So no matter what happens at some point, if you find that you're in trouble, there is that option um, of winding the company down. And um, there are a few options where you yourself won't be as affected. But if you're only one um, person, then personally, I would suggest sticking with self-employment for now. And it's slightly simpler. As you grow, then get the advice of an accountant. They can advise you whether it's the right time to move to a limited company or not. I have a question from Liana from Instagram, who says, my business has been hit hard by the pandemic. Do you know what will happen if I cannot pay my tax bill on time? So there are going to be many people in your situation at the moment, and we've seen a lot of our clients, especially those in the hospitality sector, um, because they've only just been able to open up recently. So they have been generating absolutely nothing um, for those that were unable to do takeaway, for example they literally were generating zero during this time so there's no way they're going to be able to pay anything like if they're able to stay afloat themselves personally it's an achievement so with things like tax bills HMRC knows this they know what's going on if you're unable to pay you can give them a call and set up a payment plan now a year and a half ago, payment plans were really difficult to get and they would really kind of drill into every personal expense you have and say, well, why can't you pay this? How much can you afford? How many expenses do you have? Um, and it took quite quite a long time. But obviously, since the last the events of the last year um, have come into place, then you can call, set up a payment plan and there are a lot – um kind of easier to do now because they understand exactly what's going on uh it could be that you uh, agree for a small amount to be paid now if you can and then the rest in smaller payments um but there is that option there and they're a lot more open to it so whatever kind of tax it is a lot of them can be done online depending on how much you owe um but if not you can give them a call and do that anytime over the phone We have a question from Alicia who says, Hi, Riona, I'm not sure if there uh, there is a right or wrong answer, but want to ask your advice. I have a side business which generates some income, but I can't live off it yet. I'm currently saving up to be able to quit my job and focus 100% on my own business to grow it. From your experience working with business owners, would you think having investment to last six months without lots of revenue is enough or is one year more realistic? Um, I would have said previously um, before this pandemic, six months could have been enough. Depending on your business and what industry it is, that could still be true. Um, But I would say to be on the safe side, possibly one year's worth of revenue would probably be a more realistic figure just because you never know how things are changing at the moment. I mean, we're having discussions of possibly, you know, scrapping all restrictions by the end of June, but then you hear others saying that won't be enough. Furlough scheme is is um, going to be active until October, which makes you think, why so late? Um, so maybe I would suggest a year. But you can judge that, I would say, on a monthly basis. If as you're, you're working, your business is growing, it's coming to a stage where you know it's successful enough and it's something that you will be able to generate, um, then go for it. Uh, I myself, in this business, I started, as I mentioned, at the age of 13, But my dad started the practice originally and he was working full time and he had this business kind of on the side. He was working after work until late in the evenings and weekends. And he could only do it for three to four months before he had to take the plunge, quit his full time job. And that was security for whole family he didn't have that many savings either but he believed in the business and what he was doing at the end of the day he said I want to give it a go it depends on how much you've got to lose but he was really passionate about it thankfully it worked out well and he had the support of my mom and us as a family Um, but I think that's something that you can judge on an ongoing basis we have a question from Oluwa from uh, Twitter who says For the bounce back loan, can I reduce the monthly repayments for six months at any time? Or how long in advance will I have to apply? Also, is anyone who took the loan eligible? So, yeah, anyone who took the bounce back loan is eligible for all three options that I mentioned earlier. If you're due to start repaying soon, um, I would have thought the bank should have contacted you. If they haven't, they have, the advice is that the bank will contact you first so you don't need to. But if you haven't had any contact and you need to start repayments very soon, I would probably just give them a call just to find out um, what, what you can do and they will give you the options. Now, in terms of delaying it, it can only be done once, for delaying the repayment, so almost like another repayment holiday for six months. That can only be done once, but as far as I understand, it's at any time during Um, the the term of the loan so if you think you're going to be okay now and you don't want to take that six months you want to you can keep that and use it when you think you may need it more maybe you're really busy at Christmas for example um, and you could use it for that period where you want to cut on some costs because you need to buy loads of um, stock for example but you can There isn't a limit from what I understand when you can use them um, during that term, but it's at any time. Obviously, the repayment holiday only once. The um, interest-only payments are up to three times during the term of the loan. But definitely contact your bank if they haven't contacted you yet and um, you're due to start repaying soon because they did say they will contact uh, borrowers for up to three months in advance. Um, We have a question from Alexander from Facebook, who says, what is the most cost-effective way to bring an accountant on board? Is there a similar scheme as the pay as you grow? I have started my own business and I'm keeping detailed accounts, but I'm sure unsure of the cost of a VP accountant and what one would need from me. Okay, with... um, there are obviously different options available with an accountant. With our clients, anyone who starts off, we have monthly packages depending on what they need, um, which are spread, as i said, monthly, so over 12 month subscription. So it's not a huge cost up front or a huge cost at the end of the year, for example. You know that you're building up to this cost then you're not sure if you're going to be able to pay it but you are able um, to get a subscription basis and you can see exactly what you want. We have some clients who have signed up with us and we're giving them advice on how to best set up their processes So with QuickBooks, with different apps. Now, a lot of people think that QuickBooks is just an accountancy bookkeeping software, but it's actually so much more than that. And what, what makes it so much more than that is the ability to add um, tailored uh, apps according to your business. So there are thousands of apps on um quickbooks app store uh, that you can find to help different areas of your business one could be taking payments via direct debit one could be chasing um payments from customers it could be integrating the information that you have with your with quickbooks and your database and the invoicing for example that kind of does a lot of that for you you set up recurring invoices so there are so many things to help out your daily processes which allow you to to spend more time on other areas that you need to in the business, which you often don't have enough time for because you're too busy trying to find out how to keep your paperwork in order in case of an inquiry, for example. Um, So it really depends on the kind of accountant that you approach. There are all sorts of pricing methods, um, but it can be inexpensive depending on what you need. And if you're using all the latest technology Uh, a good accountant would be more than happy to have you on board because I know for us that's exactly the kind of client that we're looking to work with because we can actually help to make a difference and you know hopefully without the price tag that's usually associated with it so ask around if if you can find um, a subscription-based pricing model which will help your business for cash flow purposes and um, hopefully make a big difference what I would say is the price that you pay should be covered. This is what we like to say to our clients. We will cover our costs to you and hopefully help you earn so much more than you know how much we cost anyway. But there are many other accountants that are working in this way as well. Um, we have a question from Lorna from Instagram who says, you mentioned pay as you grow for business owners that have taken the bounce back loan, which I have. Uh, what is pay as you grow? So that's actually what the scheme is called from the government um, relating to the bounce-back loans. So it's allowing you to start making payments for the bounce-back loan um, to your lender, Um, but slightly more delayed than you originally signed up for, uh, just because if you're just starting to open now, just starting to generate income, you may not be able to, many businesses aren't able to afford to make those payments right now. So the the government has given options for businesses to start repaying slowly or an extension of the repayment holiday. They've just put a name on it called Pay As You Grow. So as you're growing, you can pay more. Obviously, if you're able to pay, then um, I would probably advise continue to make payments um, and save these other options for later on down the line if you want um, for a time where you may face some difficulty. Uh, I have a question from Forrest from Twitter, who says, I don't have an accountant yet, but I'm going to get one as soon as I need some support. What do you think I should think about when choosing an accountant? There's so many options out there. Yeah, there are so many options for accountants out there. Um, It depends on how you want to work. Um, You need to make sure that you find an accountant that you connect with. I think this is so important that many people don't consider. They think, you know, I'll get an accountant. They're all the same. But it helps you so much more if the accountant you have on board has a similar mindset to you because your relationship with them will be so much stronger and you'll work so much better together this is what we do when we take on new clients we'll say the first three months Um, if after the first kind of meeting we've seen what they want how they work and so on we think there's a good fit we say we'll have a trial for three months working together if you know it works out well we'll continue if we find that uh, we have differing views and things like that, which make working together not as great. We also would rather you know, end the relationship there rather than you know, later on down the line. You may get frustrated. Um, you may feel that our service is not what you wanted. We may feel that we're not giving you the value that we need because we're not working in a certain way. So it's really important to have that good understanding with your accountant and make sure that they're working the exact same way as you. Um, I would personally say an accountant that is working as digitally as possible because the laws are changing and sooner or later, every accountant will have to be digital. But there are a few out there who still don't believe in it, but we're have, gonna have to get there at some point. So someone who's already already digital now has the experience and is well-versed in any changes that are coming our way anyway. So maybe that's something else to look into, And as I mentioned earlier, if they're able to take um, subscription based pricing, which helps businesses out so much, we found, um, then that will help you out in terms of your costs as well. But I would say you say you don't have one on board yet, but look at it. Speak to an accountant and see what they can do to help you. A lot of them give an hour free and this is what we do, we give one hour free, or first meeting is free, where we say, ask us every question that you have, write them down, and bombard us with them, and we will answer as many as possible. If you don't see value after that, I would be surprised, Um, but you would be surprised at how much actually an accountant can do for you from the start. Now, unfortunately, that was my last question. I hope um, that helped. But we have the poll results, which are in. We asked you, does your business have an accountant or financial advisor? Shockingly, 50% answered yes and 50% said no. Those that don't have one, please, please, please go and have a chat with one. It's free usually for the first hour. Just speak to them and ask them everything That you can because you'll be surprised at how much they can help you. And until you have an advisor or an accountant on board, you won't actually understand the value that they will give you. Um, Accountants now are not a simple number crunches. They'll give you some numbers at the end of the year and that's it. They can actually work with you if you work in a certain way. So you're giving them information through all different apps. They're getting it in real time. They can feed back information to you in real time as well and highlight areas of your business which you could improve or grow, which you didn't think about because you don't have the figures um, on in real time. You usually have them at the end of the year. So please, please, please do just have a chat. Have a chat and see what, what you will get from that. So thank you all for tuning in this morning. If you have any questions, then please do get in touch with myself at eriona.majorsaccounts.com or on our website at majorsaccounts.com. We have a news section which we update regularly as and when information um, is published from the government or just general business information. We also have an app which you can download from our website too, which has it is updated regularly with information, there's calculators, all sorts on there. It's jam-packed, so please do have a look at that. And we're on all social media channels, so we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, uh, all under Majors' accounts. So please do have a look and follow us. Um, if, so coming up on Ask the Expert tomorrow is Amy Dalby. She's founder of Blondie Baker that is creating handmade blondies to order. So tune in to get advice on how to bake the perfect business recipe. I know I will. Uh, A reminder that if you need any more advice, please do join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook, where there are accountants and business experts on hand 24-7. I've really enjoyed answering your questions this morning. Have a great day and thank you so much.